You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hello, and welcome to the Phil and Michelle podcast. So Phil thinks he's a regular on the show now. (laughs) He is a regular. This is his third episode and his final, no, not final, but for now. (laughs) This is Michelle, and this is Life Repurposed, and I have Phil as a guest one more time just to talk about the release of our book, Classic Marriage, Staying in Love as Your Odometer Climbs. The book came out last week, and we're just talking about one of the chapters of the book. So now let him take it away and give Uh, his version of an intro. Yeah, I just no i i appreciate michelle and uh your risk taking of having me on a podcast mm-hmm. um, i can edit I, you oh so. that's true so yeah, a lot of things live. a lot of things will be edited out yep. yeah so that's a good thing good thing yep. it's not live so but uh it's just like in the book I, he he gave commentary mm-hmm. throughout the book and i had to edit some things out a bit of editing there yeah yeah that's, but how that's it was. okay mm-hmm. so we're gonna take one of the chapters and do some of the tune-up time questions and have a little discussion here. So one of our goals with writing the book is to help couples with their own marriage and just working through communication. That's an important thing. So we tell our story, a little bit of humor in there, but then we give you some tune-up time questions because it's really important for you to work on your marriage. And we'll give you a couple of those today and just see how it goes because Phil, he doesn't know which ones I'm going to ask. Oh, great. So we have a chapter in the book uh, called Trading Hobbies. And what happened in that chapter? Tell us a little bit, Phil. Yeah, I think that was the um, first year that you maybe tried um, gun hunting, mm-hmm. rifle, deer season here in Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, that, we got, you know, I don't know how far you want me to go into the story mm-hmm. at this point, but I I remember that uh, you were willing to try it because you had... Um, maybe watch some of my hunting videos Mm -hmm. while you've seen me watch hunting videos and you were kind of, um, I remember you laughing a little bit Mm -hmm. as the grown men would. They don't, they can't talk because there's a deer walking under their stand. So I don't know if it'll pick up on Mike, but they're like, look at that one right there. And then they start to cry. After they shoot a nice deer, sometimes uh-huh. they get a little emotional. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a little, it, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit, you yep. know, depends, but yeah. And I remember you kind of, kind of laughing a little bit at that mm-hmm. going, oh my goodness that's a deer um over that mm-hmm. and so and then phil would come home mm-hmm. every night after working a 10-hour day and want to go out in the woods and we had little kids at home so that made some conflict in our relationship may have caused a few discussions on how much mm-hmm. time i spent um up in a deer stand yes yeah so, so i didn't really think it was fair and right. so i decided i had to try this thing to figure out why it was that he had to do this after work yeah and so i, uh, I hijacked your hobby yeah you uh i don't know if you hijacked it but yeah it was i was it was glad to see you want to try it mm-hmm. so we got the hunting orange for you and yep. got a rifle and you and i did not well, take a bath in the stinky deer stuff that you spray all over yourself i didn't care about that it was stinky but well, it smells yeah, like it rotten does. apples. Some, some, um, but no. Dough but urine. Back then, I was a little more serious about I'm my not hunting. Put that yeah, on yeah, myself. Well, I didn't put it on me, but yes, it <laughs> could have. Uh, but yes, um, it yeah, does. Yeah, you were a have serious a, hunter. I, I, 
did make sure I was trying to be scent free so mm-hmm. that the deer wouldn't smell me and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you maybe not so much when no. you went out. Um, didn't really care as but much. Then but then I got in the stand and it, the wind was going through the trees. It was really quiet. It was really peaceful. And That's I realized how I, I got like, I guess I understood why Phil liked it so much. Yeah. Just sitting out there, thoughts kind of unwinding. My dad hunted with me because I didn't really want to be alone. And Phil wanted to hunt from his own stand. So my dad was sitting with me. And he kept taking naps. So I had lots of time to just kind of think and watch the squirrels play. And and then the first deer with antlers came slowly walking up the trail. And then my heart started to beat. And my legs started to feel numb. And I was like one of those crazy hunting video people. (laughs) (laughs) And I whispered to my dad, there's a buck. Yep. And and then I got it. I got the buck. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry for the people listening who don't like hunting, but we we hunted for meat. We, that was our, we eat the deer. We don't just hunt for the sport of it. Yes, we do. Yeah. So then I had to go in and, uh figure out because i didn't know what to do next (laughs) so i had to get phil so i went up to the house i figured he'd be coming up sometime and getting some food except he met me at the door okay yeah this is gonna sound wimpy but yeah i was in already and he was holding a laundry basket yeah i was doing laundry (laughs) um it was really cold out there he got cold when he went in really cold and he helps out phil's very helpful at home so um he was helping out with some laundry she got a deer and I did not, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of did wimp out um, on that. But I maybe maybe I should have said it was because I heard a shot and I wanted to get in to see what how it was going. Oh, with you. So, oh, no, you heard? Yeah, yeah, and just made that up. I think I had a walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was. Uh, but I think uh, I was very. Uh, it was very happy to. For you and yeah, happy so to see what, do- what it changed in me was I got an appreciation for Phil and the hunting. So even though it took him away from the family and stuff, I understood why after a long week of work or a long day of work, why he wanted to go out in the woods and why that was really important for him to unwind. Kind of like me sitting outside in a lounge chair with a book or something. It was like equivalent to that. So. Um, that kind of prompted us trying each other's hobbies on a few things. Like, I actually found out I like fishing. I I don't like camping in the wilderness sense of it, so I don't do that with him. Yeah, Phil tried out my rubber stamps and made some cards with me. Yeah, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm, and did a nice job with that. He still sometimes makes me a little card, just handwrites something. Saves you some money too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't want your friends to know you made cards, do you? Okay. And for some of our date nights, what we've done is put on some music and do a coloring night. I have some coloring books and we just sit and color together because you can talk yeah. while you're coloring. Yep. Um, so even though that's not Phil's first choice, he'd rather do a puzzle than color, I think. But the idea of it is that when you trade each other's hobbies, and you try things, even if it's not going to be a permanent thing. Like, I'm not a permanent deer hunter. I only did it a couple of years, and that was it. That was enough for me. I tried it. But it gives you appreciation for the other person. You might see their skill. 
you know, I'm not a golfer. I guess Phil doesn't really love golfing either, but if he was really good at it, I could at if you were <laughs> liked it. I'm, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I could appreciate your skill watching you do that. Or um, when it comes to some of the things I do, Phil can appreciate it by trying it, even if I'm more artistic. You see each other's strengths. Right. It's like how you can do a podcast. It's amazing. Yeah, and Phil doesn't. I sit here going, how do I can't even come up with a word to say. Yeah, and you're, you're able to just. You're doing great. Yeah. So we're talking about sh- trading hobbies, sharing hobbies with each other. And so I want to jump to some of the discussion questions at the end of the chapter. And you can see how we might have a discussion with these if we were on a date. Let's call this a date. Podcast date. Yep. It's a podcast okay. date. Okay, here we go. Tune-up time. Which of your spouse's hobbies have you not tried but would be willing to try? Hmm. I've... That's a tough one. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of your hobbies. Oh, my, yeah. Fixing up Jeeps. Yeah, you should come out to the shop. He and, always and, invites and, me out to the shop. He's like, come hang out at the shop with me. I'd have to sit inside the Jeep with a book. It's kind of smelly out there. <laughs> Grease and oil. Yeah, I know. It's no and, and the wood smell. stove. And yeah, in the winter, the wood stove's going. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's, okay. a, it's great. <laughs> I guess I'd be willing to give it a day. Um, let's see. What is it that you do that... That I should, you might be willing to yeah, try. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, hmm. I read books. You edit books. I could try editing. With you. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I haven't sewed in a while. I used to sew. Um, let's see. I like to watch Hallmark movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, could try watching a Hallmark movie. They're kind of cheesy, I know. With you. I mean, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, you've tried a lot of my hobbies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Yeah. It, uh, well, I can't come up with one. Yeah, but. I think we've we've been married long enough that I think we've tried more of them. We have. Yeah. We've swapped more of them. I can't think of any new ones that we would try. So what happened along the way for us is that we've discovered some common ones. So we um, we both like outdoors in a different sense like Phil really likes the outdoors and I I appreciate nature like I like to take photos and stuff of nature so we found that going up the road to a trail and hiking is sort of a compromise for something for us to do because Phil gets his outdoor fix and I get to take photos so we stop a lot and I take photos but we get exercise and we hike and so a lot of our vacations have now centered around some sort of hiking not too difficult. Phil likes the mountains, but I don't. I can't do that. He takes some kids from camp up there, and that's not for me. So we compromise. We've done, we've done Midwest mountains. Yes. Those are <laughs> yes, the Midwest mountains. Yeah, but <laughs> not the same as Colorado. They're, um, but they're fun. It's, yeah. So it's, in trying each other's hobbies, you might find something that you have in common that you can do as an activity. So. Here's one that we've sort of covered now, but one of the questions is talk about which of your spouse's hobbies you have resented or made fun of. 
So I talked about mm. hunting and how I resented that. I've made fun of it. I probably in the past had made fun of your um, the scrapping and mm. all. You know, there used to be even a, a well, song that could be. Oh sang yeah, with there was, it I used and, to sell rubber stamps, so you and, don't don't sing this song. Yeah, no, we can't yep, mention brand names. I know that's why I did. <laughs> I was hesitating and being very careful on how I worded it, but more more um, editing. Um, but so yeah, when so. I sold the rubber stamps, maybe we were a little obsessive about it and. So I was probably I probably deserved any teasing you gave me. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All right, so. here's another one from there. Think back in your experiences together and name some activities one of you did just to make the other person happy. What did you learn about each other in that experience? You've watched some chick flicks just to make me happy. Oh yeah, and I you know I mean. I, that's not the worst thing to have to do. That's you've for gone sure. shopping. But shopping maybe is a little tougher. It is sometimes. hard to take you shopping. Yeah, you don't hide uh, under the shopping racks, but uh, you come pretty close to acting <laughs> like a fourth grader. <laughs> yeah, shopping's tough. Uh, it's like, can't we just get what we need and let's get out of here? Hey, but, after uh, coronavirus, I hardly shop. So that's true. It's easy that's now. True, so. Just order online and pick up. It has changed. He doesn't have to follow me around any stores anymore. But no. Let's man. see. What have I tried? of yours that I did uh, just to make you happy. I did that canoeing in the Boundary Waters where we, we were at a state park and I wanted to see the Boundary Waters in Minnesota. So we just went for a day and took the canoe over for a day. And there are no bathrooms and there were worms in the trees because it was like tent worm season, fuzzy caterpillars. And it was hot, and there were flies. That was a bad year. It was and a bad so year. so I didn't love it. <laughs> but I was... learned something about it. Because, again, I learned that Phil appreciated that nature. Portaging a canoe, which means carrying a canoe across land from one lake to another, didn't that didn't really appeal to me. But I appreciated Phil's ability to carry a canoe all by himself. <laughs> Thank <laughs> just, you. Picks it up and yeah. jogs across. How how long is the portage? That one we did was around um, uh, about 180 rods. What like is rods? rods? I don't understand I know. rods. I know, I know. Tell um, me feeder yards. What is it? You don't know? I don't I'm know either. Really exact. What I know is a some, rod? There will be listeners out there going, it's this. Don't you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know I should know. I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. But, 100, uh, 180 rods. Okay. It depends upon the land and the terrain. That can be a long walk oh yeah hilly. Shoulders, but, okay uh, we did do a portage this summer with the boys that was 300 and yeah you did that 12 yeah. rods when he says we that's him and our boys yeah that's right yeah, yeah. not me so, no that's almost a mile so I, I i tried it but i let him have that hobby but you know it, i did it to make him happy so i could say i'd been there he was so excited to show me like this is where we parked the car and then this is the last this is the last place we have cell phone service and then I don't hear from him for a week. Mm-hmm. So all right. Yeah. Um here's a couple of things. We're not gonna do these right now, but one of the tune up time questions is come up with a list of ideas you could try as a couple's activity, even if only one of you is passionate about it. So we ask our listeners, our readers, to brainstorm. Um we ask, what is your most treasured memory of something you did together? Hmm. What is your most treasured memory of something we did together? 
Um, I don't. I guess I en- I enjoy our fall getaways. Yeah, me too. We uh, get away to a resort and just downtime We're with right each other. Right on Lake Superior, and, yeah, we can hear right. the waves. And just you know, you just get away from everything, mm-hmm. and you're able to like said earlier go on hikes we do some hiking on the uh, good days and we've had some days where it's sleeting because we can't get away until fall so up north it's kind of we've had some snow and then we just build a fire and stay in and then we then we do my favorite thing we read books yep so that's nice so yeah yeah, all right that would be mine that's and and that's really simple it's not like an over-the-top it's just spending time together so it doesn't have to be a crazy big vacation. We've never been to Europe or anything like that. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one. Without help from your partner, name what you think his or her favorite hobby is. I have no problem saying Phil's is Jeeps. <laughs> Restoring old Jeeps. Um, I'm going to say for you, like writing your own yeah, that's um, true. Your own material books, mm-hmm. and uh, I do a lot I of work like for other people, but I do love do. doing my own writing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it's not really a hobby. It's kind of like a. Sometimes your work and your hobbies all like for me. It seems like all one because I like my work so much that it feels like a hobby, but it's really my full time work. I would do it on my days off. I like it that much, so that's a good one. All right, and then let's wrap it up here. Uh, the final is let's practice appreciating things through our spouse's eyes. And then we won't do this right now, but it says explain what you think your partner loves about their favorite hobby. And so this is what we're looking for when we're trying each other's hobbies is what emotions does it produce in them? How does it validate their interests? What special skills do they use in this hobby? What awards or accomplishments have they received in this activity? So those awards and those activities are, or awards are, from those activities are kind of cool because it really validates that they excel in something. So that's fun to celebrate together. Um, I actually won a podcaster's award earlier this year and Phil celebrated that with me. I won the best female host podcast award at the Christian spark Christian podcasters conference. Being here, I would say you are a nice host. <laughs> a nice host. Yeah, you, right. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm not too scary, right? <laughs> See, we're just having a conversation. We want to thank you for joining in on date night with us as we went through a discussion. You can kind of see that I'm more chatty. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, this is where I say yes. You are a little more Actually, chatty. Actually, Phil talks no. a lot. He's just it's, microphone shy. Yeah, I am microphone yeah. shy and camera shy. But, you know, if you meet me one-on-one, I'm... Yeah, he's I'm super a lovable more, if you more, meet him one-on-one. <laughs> a little more talkative. But. Yeah, you're like Mr. All-Around Friendly Guy. Conversation with everybody. I'm I, I'm more the introvert, so I might have my nose in a book while everyone else is talking. All right, well, we want to thank you for joining us, and the resource that we're recommending today is our book, Classic Marriage, Staying in Love as Your Odometer Climbs. And you will find a link to that in the show notes for this episode at michellerayburn.com slash 51. 
And that's about all we have. Next time I have a guest on the show, so it will not be Phil. I have somebody else coming mm-hmm. on as a guest. Oh, he just <laughs> frowned. No, I think I'm, he wants to come back. So no, I'm good with- if you have enjoyed having Phil on the show, please send me a message because if yeah. if you love having him here, I'm going to have him back. Uh, that's okay. You no, know, I, want, I think he should come back. We should talk about more chapters, I think. So, all right. Well, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners? Um, hey, thanks for listening. And uh, be happy to have Michelle answer any questions you have. <laughs> no. No. Um, thanks, Michelle, for um, taking the risk and having me on here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Good luck editing. All right. (laughs) All right. With that, we'll leave you. And thanks for listening. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.